Welcome to the Nova Church Podcast. Thanks for taking the time to get into God's Word with us today. To find out more, you can head to novachurch.com. We are actually super blessed um, tonight because for us, we actually have uh, two of our great heroes and mentors uh, who've come all the way down from Queensland to join us, which is pretty special. Um, Pastors Cameron and Renee Bennett. Can we just welcome them for a minute before... Um, so... Like for us, it was a, um, you know, a lot of people, I guess, ask like, you know, when, you, when you're doing a launch, what are you looking for? Like, what, what are you, you kind of hoping for? You know, there's a lot of, in a lot of ways, you have no idea what to expect. Um, but the reason we wanted um, Pastors Cameron and Renee here tonight is because we just feel uh, such a connection to them. They've invested into us so much over the last few years. It's been a huge part of this journey with us. Um, and also, they are church planters themselves, who so are our two years in. Is that right? Leading an incredible church called Public Church on the Gold Coast, um, which I've had the privilege of speaking at a couple of times. And we're just absolutely uh, in love with what God is doing through you guys and just appreciate you both so much. Um, Very much heroes and mentors and friends to us, um, as well as leading you for live nationally. So Pastor Cameron's actually going to be bringing the word tonight, which I'm super excited about. He's um, shared with me what he's going to be speaking about, and I feel like it's prophetic for now. I feel like it's the kind of message that's going to speak into the future of our church, and um, I'm just so honoured to have you guys here. So could we just stand up and welcome um, Pastor Cam as he comes to bring the word tonight? Awesome. Let's lift our hands to heaven right now. Lord, we just thank you so much for your power and your presence that is so tangible here right now in this place. And we just pray, Holy Spirit, would you just continue to breathe, continue to breathe on this meeting, continue to breathe on this group of people, continue to breathe in our hearts about what you're wanting to do. Lord, where you're wanting to take this church, who you want to be a part of it, Lord God, knit our hearts together as one right now, Lord God, together around the vision that you've put. Lord God, in Pastor Sam and Hannah's heart, Lord God, that vision that you're giving, Lord, the, the leadership group a glimpse of, Lord, I just pray right now, would you just continue to breathe, 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 Holy Spirit, breathe on this place in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen, Amen. Amen. Come on, let's give Jesus one more big shout of praise. Come on, let's lift the roof up this place. Woo! Give someone a high five, a hug, or a holy kiss, and we're going to get into it. Come on, now's an opportunity to bust a move. If you're sitting next to a pretty girl, give her a handshake. So good to be here. Well, I am absolutely honoured to be here at Nova Church Launch. What a phenomenal thing, and... Um, Pastor Sam and Hannah, we, we, Renee and I love you guys and we are just so proud of what God's put in your heart and what's going to continue to happen and transpire here. It is exciting. Thank you everyone for coming out and being a part of this. And um, I, I, I believe I am going to speak prophetically into the life of the church, but who knows that the church is not just a brand. The church is not just some external entity out here. It's not a building. It's not a location. We are the church. And so God, I really believe God wants to speak into our hearts tonight, whether or not you're just visiting and being a supporter of what God's doing here and championing the cause of Nova Church and into its future, or whether or not you're really um, considering maybe being a part of the church, or you are already a part of Nova Church, I really believe that this message is going to 
just really stir something in your heart about continuing to go after God in a whole new way. Now, if you've got your Bibles here, or we're going to put it on this beautiful screen, my goodness, this is every senior pastor's envy, this screen. And um, I, I, um, I might have to respond to my own message this afternoon about envy and jealousy and all of those things. But um, if you've got your Bibles here, I would love for you to turn very quickly to Isaiah 43, 18 to 19. I might move to the side. So, well, then again, you're all not going to be able to see it. So just grab your phones. So we see here, this message this afternoon is called a new thing. And I love the fact that Nova Church is Latin for the word new. And I really believe that Adelaide continues to need to be seeing God doing new things. Whether it be pre-existing churches, God's wanting to continue to do new things through those. But of course, at the same time, God wants to continue to plant new churches and do new things. He wants to continue to do new things in our heart, new things in our lives, new things in our families, new things in our business, in our finance. God's wanting to continue to do new things in our high schools, in the Adelaide universities. Can I hear an amen for that one in Jesus' name? So we see here... The prophet Isaiah, he's getting a download from heaven from God. He's saying, forget the former things and do not dwell on the past. For see, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? For I am making a way in the wilderness and the streams in the wasteland. I just love that passage of Scripture. I haven't got it for the screen, but the, the build up to that is this, which I really want us to grab a hold of this afternoon. Verse 16 actually says, this is what the Lord says. He who made a way through the sea, a path through the waters, who drew out horses and chariots. Of course, this is reflecting back to when the Israelites were delivered um, in, in the mass exodus from Pharaoh, from Egypt. And he's drawing back on the power of what God did previously, because now the Israelites are in Babylonian captivity. And God's speaking to Isaiah and he's saying, I want, you to, I want you to not think about what's happened in the past. I want you to forget about it. But it's quite funny that we see here at the beginning of this, he's saying, this is what the Lord says. He who made a way through the sea, a path through the waters, who drew out horses and chariots, the army and the reinforcements together, and they lay there never to get up and arise again. He, they were extinguished and snuffed out like a wick. But then he says, so he's saying, remember, remember, remember. But then he says, now I want you to forget the former things. So it's like, well, hang on a sec. Has, has God got schizophrenia? That he's saying, remember, 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 forget. Remember, 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 forget. I, I, I was really thinking about that as to because it's quite pertinent that we see here that my first point is that in order for us to go on into new things, we need to forget the things of the past. But all through the Scriptures, through the Psalms, at different points and at different times, God's actually wanting to say to us, He wants us to remember, to remember, to remember, to remember, but then he's saying, forget. So it's a bit like, well, hang on a sec, God, what is it? Do you want us to remember or do you want us to forget? And I really believe that drawn out of that is that he wants us to remember the past, but he doesn't want us to live there. 
He doesn't want us to live in that place of hurt. He doesn't want us to live in that, that past of disappointment. He doesn't want to live, us to live in that place of, of, of remembering in, in, a, in a bad sense that we actually stay and live in that place of disappointment or regret, that place of shame, that previous place. Because when we live there, we can't move on to the new thing that God is wanting to do. So in order for us to go on into new things, we actually have to forget the things of the past and not stay there and not live there. I really believe as those who God is calling to be a part of Nova Church, God's wanting to obviously do a new thing in the life of this church through new leadership, new ways of doing things. My goodness, who on earth starts a church plant with a screen like that? That's a new thing right there. But you know what I love about that? I really believe that's like a prophetic declaration in setting a tone to say, you know what? We're not playing around here. We're going to reach people. And in order to reach people, the message is going to remain the same, but some of the ways in which we do it might look a little bit different. And so in order for us to move forward into the new thing that God is wanting to do here in the city of Adelaide and beyond, in order for us to move forward in our lives, we need to throw off and forget the former things. Let's continue to, to, to move on. So in order for us to understand that God actually wants to do new things, we actually have to understand that he, he's committed to doing new things that he's behind new things. Who's ever heard um, in, in the, uh, it's Solomon saying, there's nothing new under the sun? Who's ever, heard, who's ever said that? Who's ever said something and you're a little bit surprised and you go, hmm, guess there's nothing new under the sun? Who's ever sort of said that? I, I know I have accidentally that I've just taken that on board as a part of my vernacular, a part of my vocabulary. Oh, there's nothing new under the sun. I guess we've seen that. Been there, bought the t-shirt, seen that in church life, seen that here, seen this over here. Yep, yep, not, no problems, seen that. Yep. And, and you can just take on this, it can just creep in this nonchalant, there's nothing new under the sun. Well, just because it's necessarily in the Bible, let me, I'm going to walk very carefully here, so I'm going to preface this before you all say I'm a heretic, <laughs> is that just because Judas Iscariot um, betray Jesus, does that mean we should betray Jesus? Just because it's in the Bible, it doesn't actually mean you've got to look at it and its context as to how to draw the spiritual truth out. Because when, when there's 50 other things that are saying, don't betray Jesus or give your life to him, you've obviously got to follow that, not the one-off anomaly. So Solomon, when he wrote this, he was actually in a quite a despondent state. He was a bit, a bit like, well, well, I guess there's nothing new under the sun. But what we see here is that if, let's have a look at some of these scriptures to reinforce about how much and debunk the fact that there's nothing new under the sun. 1 Peter 1 verse 3 says, Praise be to the God and Father of, the Lord, of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us this new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. There's a new birth that he's wanting us to be awakened. It's a new thing. God is into new things. He were a new creation. There's a new birth that has happened. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation has come and the old is gone and the new is here. Can I hear an Amen. 
Ephesians 4, 22 to, sorry, 4, 22 to 24 says, you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires and to be made new in the attitudes of your mind. Who wants new attitudes in their mind? And to be put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. We could go on and on again about in Psalms, let's sing a new song unto the Lord. God is committed to the new. And God's mercy is new every morning. And so we get an opportunity to throw off the old in our thinking, throw off the old in our habits, throw off the old in our flesh, throw off the old in our, in our limitations of what we can see that God might want to do through our lives and begin to see the new. And I really believe prophetically on Nova Church that people are going to come into this room, people are going to come into this community and they're going to be awoken to the newness of new, new life that can be found in Jesus Christ. But I even believe even stronger on top of that, that there's going to be a new way of thinking about the possibilities of what God can do in through a new church. Awakening things. I see people coming in to this community that have been there, done it, bought the T-shirt, been in church, and they're going to be awoken to the reality of what the church, the bride of Christ is supposed to look like. Thriving and vibrant and authentic and, and, and outward focused like never before. I really see that in order for us to go forward and the new things that God has for us, we have to obviously forget what's been in the past and not live there anymore. Turn to the person next to you and say, I love you. So it's forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. Don't live in that space any longer. For I want you to see I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up, do you not perceive it? Who knows someone that lacks perception? Lacks some self-awareness. I found out today, I was at my brother's house. My brother and I lack some perception. Renee, my wife, is here. I have a daughter. And my brother's very happily married with three young girls. And I just happened to find out that my brother and I are partners in crime and we lack perception in an area. That is, I'm going to confess to you all. I'm going to be vulnerable with you all. Well, we like to have a bit of a Netflix binge from time to time. And my brother and I like to put our earphones in, tune out the rest of the world. And I had no idea that my brother does this. But we have a real thing for salt and vinegar chips. <laughs> now, we don't like to just go and put a handful in a bowl. We actually like to eat it smack bang out of the, out of the bag. But as it's a little bit later in night and the children are asleep, the earphones are in and I'm there watching my Netflix and loving life and looking over my beautiful wife as she's reading the word. <laughs> she's seeking God. And I'm there rattling in a bag, ruining her moment with the Lord. 
and then I'm smacking the chips in my mouth and then I'm apparently, I eat them incredibly loud and my brother has the same ailment. And apparently the scraping of the bag, the smacking of the licking of the salt and vinegar off the fingers has pushed my and my brother's marriages to the brink. We didn't realise that we were carrying on. We've heard them sort of have a bit of a dig at us from time to time, but we lack perception in that area. Who has ever had a conversation with a close-faced talker? And you literally, like, the close-faced talker lacks perception. And this scripture, God put in Isaiah all this millennia ago to actually help them supernaturally get some perception. Joking there. The close-faced talker wants to constantly lean forward and give you no air, like, literally. Hey, did you hear did you, did, you, did you hear? It's like, sorry, what? No, I can't hear because you're one inch from my face. <laughs> so you politely take a step back and smile. <laughs> but then they lean in. And literally it's like by the end of the conversation, you're doing this like taekwondo move. And it's even worse if their breath is poor. It's like you want to do the taekwondo move, get a chewy at the back of your pocket and just put it in their eye. It's like, we see here, says here, do you not perceive it? There's things that, that God is wanting to do that are new that you, you're, not, you're not going to understand unless you get into the presence of God. And when you get into the presence of God and the Holy Spirit begins to whisper into your heart, He begins to connect the dots and begins to reveal things to perceive about what God is wanting to do in the future. And my prayer is that upon your life, whether you are a part of this incredible church plant or whether you're visiting from another church, is that God will continue to breathe new things and give you supernatural perception supernatural perception about the direction and the way in which to go, supernatural perception and an understanding and an insight about going forward. Do you not perceive it? My second point is that in order for us to move into the new thing, we've got to get into the zone of the Holy Spirit where we get on His page and we access that by great faith. And I really feel that a great hallmark of this church is going to be one of great faith. Then in years to come, there's going to be perception in the Holy Spirit from leadership about taking giant steps of faith. And there's going to be everyone in lock stock behind believing and agreeing, putting their resource and heart behind what God is doing, because they're not just being told, they're not just being asked, but a community can see what God is wanting to do here in this city and He's revealing that blueprint and He's revealing by the power of His Holy Spirit and He's opening up your heart and your mind and your spiritual eyes to perceive what He's wanting to do. I see it so clearly. Aaron, if you want to come up and um, tinker on the ivory, that will be great. We see here 
my last point is that, so in order for us to move on in new things, we need to forget the past. We need to lock on and perceive in the spiritual realm what God is wanting to do and get on board. Last but definitely not least is, is he's the one that's making a new way. He's the one. He's the one. He's the one. Pastor Sam and Hannah and the leadership group here are not twisting God's arm, saying, God, would you build your church? God, would you build your church? God, would you use us to build your church? God, would you just do something great in this city of Adelaide? Please, please, God, please. He's not begging God. God has spoken and whispered into the hearts of this incredible couple because it's his church. He's the one moving. He's the one. Jesus said, I will build my church. Not I might. Not maybe I might build my church if someone prays hard enough. I love the fact that God's fingerprints are all on what, God, what, what he's doing here. Is that it's not man forced. Takes man to step up and woman to step up and respond to what God is wanting to do. You say, well, this is good for the church plant, Pastor Cameron. But for our own lives, we need to realize that he's wanting to build you. You are his church. He's wanting to build strength into your heart. To forget, to perceive, because he's the one, capital H, He's making a new way. We see here that as he's going forward before us, he's calling the lost home. He's going to raise the finances. He's got the next venue organized. He's got the new leadership in mind. We just need to continue to keep coming into partnership and agreement with him because he's the one. He's the one. If I could just have every head bowed and every eye closed. Maybe you're here in this place tonight and Maybe you've once been to church and you haven't been for a while. Maybe you don't even know why on earth you're in this building, how it happened. And as you're just thinking about it, you're just starting to think, I think, God, you've, you've set me up. See, friend, he loves you. He cares for you. He's got a great plan for your life. He wants you to experience the new. The new is not a new church. The new is a relationship with Jesus Christ. Maybe you've been around church activity. Maybe you've been around spiritual things. Maybe you're a part of a family that's Christian, but you've never prayed a prayer or you once did it. You've been away from God. With every head bowed and every eye closed, say, Pastor Cam, I want to pray a prayer. I want to get my life right with Jesus. If that's you, just lift up your hand quickly so I can see it. And then you can pop it down. Thank you, I see that hand. Is there anyone? Thank you, I see that hand. Is there anyone? Thank you, I see that hand. Is there anyone else here that says, yes, Pastor Cam, that's me. Tonight, I, wanna, I don't want to fight anymore. 
I don't want to just be performing religious duties, but I, I want a genuine relationship with God. I want a new heart. I want to become a new creation. It's almost like I just get myself into trouble all the time. I try to, I try to do it in my own strength, but God's saying, stop fighting me. Come on, surrender your life to me. Let me heal you of your mistakes. Let me forgive you of your sin, that stuff that separates you from God tonight here in this place. If that's you and you haven't yet lifted up your hand, why don't you join the few people that already put their hand up and say, yeah, if that's me, just pop your hand up so I can see it and then you can put it down. If that's you, lift up your hand. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So good. You know what the cool thing is? You can look up for a sec. You know what the cool thing is about tonight is that Pastor Roy Brake is here. Great to see you. I was five years of age and Pastor Roy jumped up off the back of a Muppet show, a Christian Muppet show, and gave an appeal for people to give their lives to Jesus. And me as a little five-year-old boy at Klimzik AOG popped up my hand and came down the front and gave my life to Jesus. And I can see that there is countless, three wonderful people have popped their hand up. We're going to pray with you in just a moment. But I, I, I can fit that this church is a, is a soul-winning church. At the core and the heartbeat and the DNA of this church for decades and decades and decades to come. And I, I, just, I just get this sense. I, I, I tell you, there's thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people that are going to give their life to Jesus because you guys have all said yes. Because of you guys saying yes to him. Why don't we pray? Those three people that pop their hand up, why don't you put your hand on your heart? Just repeat this prayer after me. In fact, let's, let's all pray it together. Dear Lord Jesus, tonight I come to you and I give you my all. I ask you to forgive me of my past. I ask you to heal my brokenness. I acknowledge you, Jesus as the one true Son of God, that you died on a cross for me so that I could have eternal life. I thank you for that, Jesus. Would you create in me right now a new heart? Would you soften me to the knowledge of your love? I want to know you, Jesus. I thank you that you love me. Amen. Amen. Can we give those wonderful people a big hand clap? Just at the end of the meeting, um, at the end of the meeting, out there, there's an information desk, and um, and myself and some of the other guys will be there, and we want to give you a Bible and help you understand the decision that you just made. We think it is the greatest decision. So thanks for coming. Thank you for saying yes to Jesus. Come on, let's give it up for the Lord. If I could just have every head bowed and every eye closed one last time. I say, Pastor Cam, there's some things in my heart, there's some things in my life where I just feel like I'm living in that space. Maybe it's a regret, it's a disappointment, it's, a, it's, it's an incident, it's a, it's a life-defining moment and you're not just remembering it, but you're also living there. And God's saying, come on, it's time to throw off the old and it's time to accept the new. That new is healing.
That new is that new is faith where there's been fear. That new is hope. That new is joy where there's been anxiety and sadness and sorrow. That that joy wants you. It's a choice for the new. And with every head bowed and every eye closed, you say, Pastor Cam, that that's speaking to me. Just quickly lift up your hands so I can see it, and you can put it down. Yeah. Thanks for joining us on the Nova Church Podcast. We hope this message impacted you in a powerful way. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe or you can head to novachurch.com for more.